I begin in the name of Allah, the most compassionate, the most merciful. We express gratitude to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We praise Him, we thank Him, we ask Him for His assistance, we ask Him for His forgiveness and pardon. We believe in Him and we rely upon Him alone. We bear witness that there is none worthy of worship except Allah. And we bear witness that Muhammad, peace and blessings be upon him, is his slave and messenger. May peace and complete salutations be upon him, his children, his family, his companions, and all the believers until the final day, including you and I. Subhanaka la ilma lana illa ma'allamtana innaka anta al-alimul hakim. O Allah, you are perfect. We have no knowledge except for what you teach us, and you are all knowing and all wise. Dear respected brothers and sisters, children and elders, may peace, Allah's mercy, and blessings be upon all of you. May we start by saying, Welcome, O oh beautiful month of Ramadan. I would like to congratulate you on the arrival of the blessed month of Ramadan. I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to allow us to honor it, cherish it, make the most of it, and benefit from it. Today, we will look at the significance of fasting and Ramadan in our tradition. Ramadan and fasting form one of the pillars of Islam. We are in a beautiful building on a beautiful day in a beautiful month and this building is being held up with beautiful pillars reaching up to the ceiling. Islam, the Prophet ﷺ tells us and this is reported by Ibn Umar, Ibn Khattab, may Allah have mercy and please with him he said, I heard the Messenger of Allah وسلم, say, Islam has been built on five pillars. Testifying that there is no God but Allah and that Muhammad is the Messenger of Allah. And performing the prayers and paying the zakah, making the pilgrimage to the house, and finally fasting in Ramadan. So you may wonder, how significant is this month? Abu Hurairah may Allah be pleased with him, reported that the Prophet وسلم, may peace and blessings be upon him, said, when Ramadan enters, the gates of paradise are opened, the gates of hell are closed, and the devils are chained. This is indeed a month of Allah's mercy. This is also a month of forgiveness. And Abi Hurairah radiallahu anhu qal, qal Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, man saama Ramadhan imanan wa ihtisaban, ghufira lahu ma taqaddama min dhambih. Allah's Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, whoever observes fast during the month of Ramadhan out of sincere faith and hoping to attain Allah's reward, then all his past sins will be forgiven. Another way to gain Allah's forgiveness is to forgive those that have wronged you. This is a time to drop all grudges. Seek forgiveness from others 
and forgive others. The Prophet, peace and blessings be upon him, said, be merciful to others and you will receive mercy. Forgive others and Allah will forgive you. Most importantly, Ramadan is a month of fasting. And what is the objective of fasting? We spoke about this in the previous khutbah, that everything has an objective, and the objective of fasting is God consciousness, taqwa. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the verse of fasting, Ya ayyuhalladheena amanu, kutiba alaykumu siyam, kama kutiba ala alladheena min qablikum, la'allakum tattaqoon. O oh, you who believe, fasting is prescribed for you as it was prescribed for those before you so that you may be mindful of God, so that you may be mindful of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. First, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is addressing us directly. Our Lord speaks to us. Ya ayyuhalladheena amanu kutiba alaykum as-siyam. O you who believe, Fasting is prescribed for you. Then the verse highlights the bond between the three Abrahamic monotheistic religions. As it was prescribed for those before you. We recognize that Jesus, son of Mary, Isa ibn Maryam, may peace and blessings be upon him, fasted as Allah commanded him to fast. And we recognize that Musa السلام, Moses may peace and blessings be upon him, fasted as Allah asked him to fast. And so fasting is an act of worship that unites us. And also we see in this verse that the objective is taqwa. And so that leads us to the question, what does God consciousness mean in the context of fasting? We learn from our scholars that there are inner and outer dimensions of fasting. What is the outer dimension of fasting? It is to keep our stomachs from satisfying their desires. Simply, no food, no drink from sunrise to sunset. And that makes up the first level of fasting. But what is the inner dimension of fasting? The inner dimension of fasting consists of keeping our ears, eyes, tongues, hands, feet, and all parts of our body free from sin. That makes up the second level of fasting. And the third and highest level of fasting involves the heart. It involves the soul. It consists of fasting from all worldly concerns, mundane thoughts, and focusing on nothing except our Creator, focusing on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So taqwa is the inner dimension of fasting. So you may wonder who are the people of taqwa? Allah describes them in the verse we recited earlier. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, This is the scripture in reference to the Quran. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us in the Quran, this is the scripture in which there is no doubt containing guidance for those who are, who are mindful of God. Who are they? 
who believe in the unseen, who establish their prayer or keep up their prayer, and give out of what we have provided for them. They are those who believe in the revelation sent down to you, O Muhammad, and the revelation sent down to those before you. And those who have firm faith in the hereafter. Here is a glad tiding. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, such people are following the Lord's guidance. They are the people upon the guidance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And it is they who will prosper. It is they who are the successful ones. May we become, may we be people of taqwa. May we become from the muttaqoon. May we prosper. So you may wonder, am I doing enough this Ramadan? What are practical steps we can take to have a successful month, to have a successful Ramadan? There may be many things that we can do, but I would like to focus on two things. One, positive intentions, and second, moderate consistency. First, we need positive intentions. The Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, actions are according to intentions and everyone will get what was intended. So intend to make this the most spiritually special month of your life. Intend to surround yourself with positive God-conscious people. Intend to fast for Allah with Allah's help. Declutter mentally, spiritually and physically. Remove negative thoughts, concerns, and worries. And finally, organize your schedule, your home, and your space to gain clarity and certainty in regards to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is a month to make positive change, and it starts with positive intentions. Second, we need moderation and consistency. Choosing moderation and performing good deeds consistently is extremely important. Our beloved Prophet said, and this is narrated by Aisha anha, do good deeds properly, sincerely, and moderately. And know that your deeds will not make you enter paradise. And that the most beloved deed to Allah is the most regular and constant, even if it were little. This hadith highlights the importance of consistency. And if you're wondering if our deeds do not get us into paradise, what does? It is indeed the forgiveness and the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us in the verse of fast, Yuridullahu bikumul yusra wa la yuridu bikumul usra. Allah intends ease for you and he does not want to make things difficult for you. So do not overcommit. Tell yourself five pages of the Quran every day instead of 50, but do it. Allah loves consistency. Make a plan, make it realistic, and see it through. So what is the reward for fasting? قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم إن الله عز وجل يقول إن الصوم لي وأنا أجزي به 
إن للصائم فرحتين إذا أفطر فرحة وإذا لقي الله فرحة. أبو حريرة رضي الله عنه نريت that our beloved messenger صلى الله عليه وسلم said Allah the exalted and majestic said fasting is exclusively meant for me and I will give its reward. There are two occasions of joy for the observer of the fast. He feels joy when he breaks the fast and he is happy when he meets his Lord, when he meets Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. What is the reward for the people of taqwa? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, But those who took heed of God, those that had taqwa, will enjoy cool shade and springs. And any fruit they desire, they will be told, eat and drink to your heart's content as a reward for your deeds. And this is how we reward those who do good deeds. May we be from the muhsineen. So we learned a few very important things today. We learned the importance of the month of Ramadan and the importance of fasting. It forms a pillar from the pillars of Islam. We also learned the reward that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone will reward for it. So in conclusion, I pray that this month of fasting be a soul nourishing experience for each and every one of us. May we have beauty, sweetness, and consistency in our intentions and in our actions. May we understand, appreciate, respect, and love one another. May our souls be purified and filled with the love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. May we be from the people that when this month end, we have cleansed our souls, we have purified our hearts, and we have filled it with taqwa, with God consciousness. أقول قولي هذا وأستغفر الله لي ولكم ولسائر المسلمين فاستغفروه إنه هو الغفور الرحيم. Everything correct stated is from Allah and His Messenger. Any errors are from my shortcomings, and for that I seek forgiveness.